0: So this is going to be episode four of the uh, Father's Thought podcast. Um, it's been a long time since I've recorded. Um, and, you know, the original idea was to talk about my thoughts and just some of the challenges I've gone through, which I have um, and more things I want to record in the future. But it's actually been a couple of months since I've recorded, um, maybe two or three months. Um just things have been different last couple months, I think everybody knows, um, but I wanted to try to set time aside, um, and it's I've been meaning to do the last couple of days, um, and just talk about my feelings and what had happened um, last week, January 6th, now I'm recording this on January 12th, and so I just wanted to just kind of talk about my thoughts and what I'm feeling, and uh, again, that's kind of the point of this podcast was recording was to explore my thoughts on a particular topic and try to understand you know where it comes from or why i think a certain way so i think it's a good one to go through because it does trigger a lot of emotions and a lot of feelings for me that that i myself am trying to understand Um, and I'm not going to focus on, you know, the, the political side of it. I'll try as hard as I can to stay out of that, um, you know, or, or, you know, what what caused it, so to speak, you know, and the months before that and all those things. Just leave that alone for for this time being. I think what I want to focus on really is just that day itself, right? January 6th and, and what actually happened that day, right? And it's not, not necessarily a recounting of the of the day, right? Um, There's plenty of places to get a recounting of what happened and, and, uh, uh, you know, an accurate depiction of what happened throughout the day. So that's not the intention here. Um, I'm going to look through my notes, some stuff that I have and some some other stuff I have um, just to get ideas. Um, But the goal is really just to focus on what actually happened that day. So uh, for me, it's really hard because I think, you know, that happened on Wednesday. I I called my mom right after two-thirty, not right after, I mean, I called my mom, I think right as soon as I heard it, I was was watching, um, I was watching the live stream of the electoral votes being processed. um, And just, I think kind of like two-thirty or so, all of a sudden just the stream stops. You know, and then I see kind of a little commotion there and what I saw in that room. Um, as they stopped was, you know, uh, because some secret service agents where there's some people, but that kind of commotion reminded me of of things I'd seen in the military, right? Just some, some exercises that I'd done and some things I'd seen where, you know, it, it's something happened, right? There was some sort of, uh, not necessarily insurgents, but I, I knew at that moment I thought, Hey, there's something's not right. Something's happening, uh, outside, right? Something's going on outside and they're trying to secure that room, um, and so I quickly looked, you know, try to find resources that said that, and and surely enough, that's what was starting to happen. And um, and you know, I'll I'll call it like I see it. To me, it was an insurrection. Um, and that's what happens. And it's it, it's a strong word to use, and I think it's not a word that we should throw around lightly. But what had transpired that day is, is is an insurrection. Um, and I was trying to explain it to my kids, and I think they. The, the things I was seeing over the, you know, the Thursday, Friday and Saturday and Sunday and just kind of went on from there for me really solidified that idea that it was an insurrection. Right. And why? What is an insurrection? I think to me, at least, you know, at a bare minimum, an insurrection to me is when when you have a sacred building um, not sacred in terms of religion, but sacred in the sense of, you know, it's a government building, right? It, it's, it's a stands for something, especially here in the U.S. It stands for our freedom, stands for our democracy, our republic, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, it stands for that, right? It stands for freedom, right? When, when I go to D.C. as an immigrant, you know, I look at those buildings. And I say these, these are the symbols of American freedom, right? These buildings represent what America is. Um, You know, it's the buildings where the laws are made. It's the 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 buildings where history has been made. It's you know the buildings have been around for years and you know hundreds of years. So I I think to me that's that's what it is, right? You have a sacred building like that. You have a building that represents the government and what it stands for. And when you have people that invade that building violently um, and kill people outside, um, you know, one person at least that died, the police officer, um, you know, and, and, and beat people and surpass a barricade that guards that building that is an insurrection right i mean that's what that barricade is for that barricade is to stop people from going in right now you know there's plenty of barricades right you know you have a barricade that you know vehicle crosses over and they pass the barricade that's not an insurrection right but when it's a barricade that guards a government building and that barricade is broken to me that 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 is the start of an insurrection um and I just look at, to me, what what I've seen in the past and what I've seen in other countries uh, firsthand sometimes where that is how an insurrection starts, where you have people attacking a government building in an attempt to do something, right? It doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter what their actual intentions are within the building, right? It, the intention is not to go inside and make cake. Um, it's not to go inside and, and you know, have a... Um, you know, a sing-along. and that's not the intention, right? The intention in an insurrection is to create create violence. Um, it's to create harm to people and to property. That that is what an insurrection is, right? When you break down that barrier, when 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 people broke down windows, when they pushed through doors, it doesn't matter if it was one person or a thousand people. It it that's an insurrection. So that was really hard for me to watch. Um, you know, I'm trying to talk to my mom about trying to explain what was going on and, and why it was dangerous. And, you know, it's, there's always comments made like, oh, you know, if somebody dies, you know, what's the big deal, right? And at that time, you know, it, there, we didn't know of anybody that died um, on, on Wednesday at, you know, 245, whatever. Um, but it was a big deal just for the fact that it was people trespassing or breaking into a government building with the intention of causing harm, um, right? Which again is that insurrection, right? That that alone to me was was infuriating. Um, and then continuing to watch the you know events as they went on through that day and then through subsequent days, and I was really. F- mixed emotions right feeling a lot of different things right whether it was anger at the system anger at the people that caused it anger at the people that were there right trying to identify people and trying to explain this as well to my kids and showing them what happened on wednesday and talking about the the people that were there and talking about the heroes that were there um and i think that's important and it's important to talk to them about but what really hit me on sunday um you know and, and, and it will credit to you know Schwarzenegger's video that he posted where he akin what happened on Wednesday to Kristallnacht um, now again I, I'm not going to pretend to be a historian here but it, to me what I know of Kristallnacht is when it's in the start of the Nazis insurrection right when when the Nazis were starting to go against the Jews and everybody else that wasn't like them, right? That was the start of the insurrection. And they broke glass windows and they destroyed books and they destroyed, you know, um, all kinds of Jewish shops and all kinds of things. It's just an awful, awful day in history. You know, And it, and it should never be repeated. And I, I don't think this is not at that level, certainly, right? And, and, you know, I know people, you know, say, oh, you can't compare to Hitler and you can't compare to Nazism. Well, you know, Sure. Okay. That that was, you know, if that's the most extreme and that's the most we ever, you know, the, the worst we've ever gotten as a society, then then fine. Um, you know, if that's our, our, you know, that's that's where our our low bar is set, then then fine. Um, but but this certainly was there, right? This was close to that bar. Um, who knows what's going to happen moving forward, right? And and let's assume for the best, and, and nothing else happens, and so it was just a one time thing. But it doesn't change the fact that this was an insurrection and and people breaking into a building. And I think that's what makes me the most frustrated, but also the most sad. Um, And it was really after watching that video that I started talking to my kids about it, that it really hit me that the reason I'm sad is because I grew up seeing this happen. I, I grew up watching what happened in the first Persian Gulf and watching Iraq and how those countries were being led and watching how other countries of world around the world were being led by dictators um, and reading about uh, Cuba and the history there and reading about Russia and Mussolini and all the other dictators and autocrats of the world and kind of growing up and saying that there's no way that that could ever happen here. Um, just that's something that never happened. And in, in regardless of the various presidents I've been in the past and policy disagreements that I've had, I still had that belief that there would be no way that in this country we would have an insurrection on a government building again because we've had it before. It happened in 1812 when the English attacked. But that was a long time ago. I mean, that's 200 years, right, to... To tell my kids that, you know, hey, uh, you know, over 200 years ago, something similar like this happens, right? Like, what is, message does that send to our kids that as a country, something that happened two years, 200 years ago is happening again in modern times when we have better ways of communication, when we have a more established global society? So I never imagined that something like this can happen. I, I just almost denial in a sense. And it was that akin to Kristallnacht that really made me realize that that's what it was. And that's what caused me so frustration is that all these years that I spent believing that something like this could never happen here. And even so that I went to the military and I went to the Navy here in the U.S. to defend against that. And, um, you know, was in boot camp as 9-11 happened and went to Afghanistan and, and then Iraq and... Having all their friends that that died in Afghanistan and all the people that I knew that passed away, not because they wanted to, but because they wanted to defend this country and the life that they give, the life that they gave of their own to fight for the freedom of this country so that we would never have to have an insurrection like that here because they gave their life to stop an insurrection there to stop those governments in Afghanistan and Iraq, and to stop the the, the acts that we saw here, right—an act of of terrorism on a government building—and right? that's what this is. It's not just an insurrection. It is domestic terrorism. It, it it is it is akin to what I saw and what I fought for, and what my friends and what my fellow seamen on the ship and what my you know fellow Marine Corps um, you know friends fought for. Right. They went to those countries to fight and make sure that those people had freedom and that those people would not have to see that happen so that those kids in Iraq and Afghanistan and those other countries in the world would not have to grow up and see a world where their government is fighting, a world where people are attacking their government because kids don't understand, because kids don't know the difference. Because to our kids, what our kids saw is Americans attacking an American building. And that's what it is. If you look at it from a simple child's view, that's what it was. it was. Americans inside an American building looking to hurt and attack and destroy other Americans. That's it. It doesn't matter what side of the political aisle on. It doesn't matter what side of coronavirus they're on. That's what it was. It was an attack by Americans on other Americans. And it's something that should never happen in this country. And it's something that I fought for to stop. And it's something my peers and my friends fought for. And we swore on that ship that we were giving our life because we knew that there was a greater good than ourselves. We knew that if somebody didn't come back, we were going to carry on the fight for them. We were going to continue that fight to make sure that our kids one day would never have to see this, that our kids will not have to grow up like those kids in other countries and see this kind of violence by their own people against their own government. That's why I'm angry. That's why I'm angry, because I have four kids and I thankfully I think two of them are, are small enough at five and seven that I don't think they quite understand what happened. I don't think they quite understand it no matter how much we try to explain to them, no matter how much we relate related to, to bad guys. Right? Because they don't even understand that. I tried to tell my kid, my seven-year-old the other day, Right. think about if this was the Avengers. Right. Think about if the Avengers would blow up their own building. If the Avengers would go and attack their own headquarters because they disagreed with Captain America. If they disagreed with Iron Man or the Hulk, that the other Avengers would decide to destroy that building just because they disagreed. Or attack that building because they disagreed. And my seven-year-old says... They wouldn't do that. They would just talk. And maybe they would get into a battle, but they wouldn't destroy a building. They wouldn't attack other people. Right? And my seven year old understands that. My seven year old understands that there were innocent people there. That the police officers assigned to that duty there, the police officers assigned to work there, they are innocent. They did not want to be part of a mob. They did not come to work that day. They did not sign up for their job years before, knowing that one day they're going to have to fight some insurrection, knowing that one day they're going to have Americans attacking their building. These thoughts don't go through people's heads like that. Right? You don't think that when you go and work for government building, that you're going to be attacked by your fellow Americans. You think that you're defending that building against foreign hostile terrorists, right? That want to take down the American dream, that want to take down America, not other Americans. And that's what we saw. So I'm angry and I'm frustrated and I'm disappointed mostly. I'm disappointed in us as a society that we could allow this kind of thing to happen and it happened and that's it. It happened. So we can sit here and ask why this happened and try to analyze this forever. But the point is it happened and it never needs to happen again. It should never happen again. There is no reason of any kind for anybody in any country, to attack their own building, to attack their own people with violence. And if you think, I'm overestimating, I'm overseeing this, I'm overlooking, you don't understand. You don't understand what it means for somebody in the military who's been trained and who has seen military tactics, who has seen how and learned how to be involved in a military attack and how military attack works to see that in your own country. And that is what we saw. These were not regular people. Sure, somewhere in between there, there were regular people. There were just everyday citizens that got carried away in the commotion. Sure. I'm willing to give them that that there were people there that they were just pissed off for whatever reason and they had their reasons and they were coming to make their voices heard and they got caught, caught up in the adrenaline, they got caught up in the emotion. It's not okay. It's not okay what you did. It's not okay what they did. But I understand that that happens. You should still pay the consequences for it because you, you we are adults and we have to control ourselves. <laughs> But I understand how that happens. But to the other people that were there, those other people that were there in military gear, those other people that were there in combat gear, those other people that brought military zip ties and military helmets, shame on you. For what purposes would you need to bring those things near government building? For what purposes would you carry military grade zip ties? Anywhere near a government building. Zip ties that I wouldn't dare touch. I wouldn't dare touch those zip ties on my ship. Anywhere near any of my peers. For what they meant. Those zip ties are used in an insurrection. Those zip ties are used when you're trying to go in quick and grab people and pull them out. That's what those zip ties are for. And to see that image of one person, I don't care that's only one person of the thousands that were there. He was not alone. He didn't get there by himself. But that one person carrying the zip ties in our capital. Shame on them. Dare attempt to kidnap innocent people. I don't care what aisle they sit on. I don't care what their beliefs are. I don't care if they disagree with every one of my beliefs. I don't care if I disagree with them. They don't deserve to be kidnapped. Why? Why should they be kidnapped? Because their beliefs? Because you disagree with them? That's not how you act. Shame on those people that went in there. With that intention. Those people that went in there with pipe bombs. Again, a few people. Shame on those people. You don't have to carry explosives to desecrate a building, you don't have to carry guns. Picking up a lectern and taking it out of the building is theft. That's disrespect to your country. Walking through the halls of a building while a ceremonial process is in play. It doesn't matter what your opinion is. That building is closed for a reason. And they broke in. Now they didn't just break in, and this is what bothers me, is that it's not just a break in, it's not just a couple of people baking glass. It was a tactical effort. Right, as I look at the maps, as I look at the things that happened throughout the day, as I looked at the way that they transpired. Right, there were people that went through the front, there were people that went through the back, there were people that went through the sides. This wasn't just, "Hey, let's find whatever window." No. This was a coordinated effort. This was a coordinated attack. And the images that day sickened me. There's a video of a police officer being beaten with an American flag. With poles, with the metal pole that holds that American flag. He is beaten. He gets beaten with a flag of a president's name. And whatever you think of that president doesn't matter. How do you beat somebody? How do you beat somebody with an American flag? How do you beat somebody with with the flag that says the president's name? What are you doing? What message are you sending? And so we need to send a message to those people that this kind of thing will never happen again in America, that anybody that was there will get punished to the full extent of the law, however we can. You know, and if you were there and you were an innocent, you know, protester and you stood on the grass and you watched all this, I don't know what to say to you. I don't know. Those people couldn't have stopped what they saw either. I know that. There's an insurrection. People and police officers can't stop an insurrection and military troops can stop an insurrection. So I don't know. I don't know what to say to those people that were there watching. I think they should have gone home. I think they should have said, hey, this is getting carried away. I don't want to be part of this, and I'm going to turn around and go home. I think that would have been the right thing to do. Because if you're there, and even if you were there confused, and even if you weren't participating, and you were just there protesting, you were still there supporting... Those people that were there, even if you disagreed with them and you say, I don't support them, they saw you as support. Right. And that's the biggest thing in an insurrection. When I when I when I think about a military insurrection and there's two sides to it. Right. There's the insurrection part of the of the of the violent people that are going to the building. And and the military has to stop those people. And then there's the innocent people that are just there watching, right? And those people need to be dispersed too, because all they're doing is just giving fodder, right? They're, they're, They're giving support, whatever, even if they disagree with them, all they're doing is fueling the fire, right? Whether they support it and they're just standing there, whether they're shouting and supporting it, whether they're being quiet, and even if they're shouting against it, they're still fueling the fire. So I guess, yeah, if you were there and you did not turn around and go home, then shame on you. And you should have that guilt on your, on your shoulders. You should look at every day that you go to that Capitol building and you look at that building and think to yourself, that how about, what would have happened had you and maybe the other hundreds of people that were next to you, what would have happened had you guys gone home? What would have happened had he just chosen to go to McDonald's instead? Right? What would have happened? It's possible that those insurrectionists would have stopped. It's possible that they would have said, hey, we're losing support. There's people breaking off. If we're going at this, we're going out alone. We don't have the support. And that's the biggest thing. If, If an insurrection loses its support, it's done. Right. That's what an insurrection is a fire. And that support from an innocent person or from somebody shouting and supporting them or from somebody shouting that they're wrong and counter-protesting them. That is adding fuel to that fire. I don't know. So I'm full I'm full of emotions. Uh, And I don't even know if I've even explored them all. I don't even know if I've really understood what all my feelings are from from that day and the subsequent days after. But you can't call for unity. You can't call to unite the country if the country is hurting over something like this. I'm not going to get into the politics thing. I said I won't, and and I'm going to try to stay out of it. But if we want the country to unite, we have to recognize what this is. We have to recognize that this was an insurrection led by domestic terrorists. And whoever is held accountable, that'll be determined up to the FBI and the CIA and all the other authorities. Right, whatever happened that led up to the event, that'll be determined by the authorities too. But, if we want to move on, we cannot ignore this. If we ignore this, then this is Kristallnacht. To ignore this is solidifying the sixth as Kristallnacht in America. Ignoring this Will only fuel the fire more. Calling this anything but what it was only normalizes this behavior. To call them protesters makes this okay. Right? How do we tell our kids that this is okay? This is not a protest, protests don't lead to violence. Protests don't lead to people entering a building illegally with zip ties. Protests don't have military tactics for surrounding a building and invading it. So this is not a protest. This didn't start off violent. This didn't go down the streets, breaking down buildings and breaking other things and things weren't burnt in the street. So this is not a riot. This was a planned and coordinated attack, which is an insurrection by Americans against other Americans, which therefore they are domestic terrorists. And that's what this is. So I'll end it with that. That to me, I consider the events of the sixth an act of domestic terrorism, an act of insurrection by domestic terrorists And that's the way it will be forever in my head. Thank you for listening.